playing the ukulele badly because this podcast is self-produced weird stuff has happened in the past and here i am to tell you about it i guess yeah i will yeah absurd real history hello and welcome to absurd real history the podcast where i find really weird things that i think are funny and interesting and tell them to an unsuspecting guest. Uh, today I'm so excited to have the wonderful comedian improviser Stephen Bradley. Hello <laughs> Stephen. Hey cool. Uh, yeah how you doing? I'm doing good. good. Well I mean I feel like it's almost a lie when I say I'm doing good in today's times. Uh, yeah I mean <laughs> like. But I could be worse. I, I think <laughs> yeah I think every everybody every time you're asked how you're doing and then you say I'm good. There's an agreed upon level of like, oh yeah, but I do. You do understand. We we all understand that we're all living through an incredible, bizarre, horrible time at the moment. So you know, it's just so we don't have to always be like, oh, I'm you know, oh, God, everything's falling apart. <laughs> Um, like I just started. Well, I hope this is some type of escapism yeah. for you and for our audience. I definitely have a lot of fun researching and writing these. So today we're going to be talking about Black Sunday. Now there's a few Black Sundays and I'll be very surprised if you guess as to what I'm referring to. You mean to. the Cypress Hill uh, album? No, <laughs> no, but there is, there is a 1993 Cypress Hill album. Mm -hmm. uh, that yes, did come up right. in my research. Yes, um, I am familiar <laughs> with it. Uh, no, there are a few things that Black Sunday could refer to. Um, loads of Australian bushfires are referred to as oh. Black Sunday, the day they happened on. Certain days in various wars are called Black Sunday. Um, the, it feels like the, the two words that could easily describe uh, like endless terrible things. <laughs> like anything that bad happens on a Sunday. <laughs> well, would you be surprised if I told you that the Black Sunday mm. we're talking about is... Uh, the opening day of Disneyland Park in California. I certainly <laughs> would be surprised. <laughs> that is definitely... Disneyland! <laughs> uh, yeah, have you ever been to Disneyland? Uh, I haven't, no. I don't know if I ever... <sighs> Disneyland's a weird one because, like, there's nothing about Disneyland that I'm really like, oh, I gotta see that. You know what I mean? Like, there's never yeah. been, like, there's never any sort of, like, there's nothing that I can think of about Disneyland that's like, yeah, oh, I want to go on the, is, like, I assume, this is a stupid question, is there, <laughs> there is rides in Disneyland, isn't there? Yeah, there's loads there's of loads rides. loads of rides. Really intense ones. Like, like, really, like, is there, like, like, it's, it feels like it's all for children, as in, like, young children. No. No, well, well, we'll we'll get into it, but, like, Disney's idea is he wanted to make a park that was for adults and for kids. Right. It's not like, you know, say like Alton Towers where it's all like mm. super intense rides, but there's a variety, you know, there's some pretty fun, fun, intense rides there. Really? Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to the one in California when I was 14 because uh, I have an aunt and uncle who live in L.A. Mm. Shout out to uh, Andy and Lisa because <laughs> <laughs> they live in L.A. So they get an annual membership. So they just go to Disneyland whenever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that like people just get like just just have the the rollover membership and just hang out there yeah like One not even like I, yeah not even like as like oh my god i'm in disneyland it's more just like oh i just want to go get the sandwich let's go into disneyland <laughs> i know I, I wouldn't get that i mean it's very overpriced but, but like but like as a like a, a hangout spot 
it's an experience. Oh my god, we're going to Disneyland, or we're going to Universal, or we're going to uh, the Eiffel Tower. It's a thing. Like, but like, I yeah. know there's like people who are just like, oh yeah, we just go there. Just yeah. Just well, they have like they have like a firework display every yeah. day. I think. Oh really? And, uh, oh. Yeah. You're and, like, at certain me. At, 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 like certain times. Yeah. <laughs> just a spokesperson. For God, it sounds class. Well, we just, I mean, we just have Tato Park, which didn't even exist when we were kids. It's no, just like... and that has, and like, actually, there's something more attractive to me about Tato Park than there is about Disneyland. <laughs> For some reason, I'm just like, I'm more like, yeah, I'd want to see that. You just like crisps more than you like Disney. Well, that's definitely true. Yeah, that's a hundred. Well, I've been, I've been to both. Oh, okay. I can tell you that Disneyland is definitely more fun than Tato Park. Okay. But Tato Park is surprisingly great. Like, I... You know, it's Ireland's first amusement park. I'm glad to hear that. And I've I've only heard good things about Tato Park. Yeah. It seems like the kind of um it does seem like I don't know, it feels quaint. It's 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 <laughs> nice. There's like a little mini zoo in there. Yeah, um yeah. yeah. One thing that I thought was really funny, um, because what was great about going with my my aunt and uncle is my aunt loves Disney, everything Disney, and she was like pointing out all the secrets as we were walking through the park. Oh, cool. You know, okay. Like, yeah. and there's this thing that they have in Disneyland, in all of the Disneyland parks, um, which I thought was really funny due to like Irish colloquialisms. Mm-hmm. They've like hidden Mickeys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, if someone told me there's loads of hidden Mickeys in Taylor Park, I don't know if I want to like, go. <laughs> you know what? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you overseas listeners, Mickey is an Irish slang for penis. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But just like walking out like hidden Mickeys. I mean, what could you do in Tato Park? The hidden spuds, like hidden little lumps. There's a uh, thing with the hidden Mickeys. They're just little <laughs> circles. Hidden. Oh, I see. I didn't really understand what you meant. I didn't really sound like like they have they have like it. The symbol is is in yeah. different places. Yeah, yeah. Like, and some of them are really niche. Like, we were going on a roller coaster, and she was like, "Oh, I can't remember exactly, but like." The third coaster has one at the back of the seat instead of a normal circle. Right. You know, like they're really okay, sneaky okay, with okay. them. So for people that go a lot or they're kind of, I don't know, I think it's kind of fun. They're like all these little Easter eggs. That is quite fun. I mean, yeah, I don't know what you'd put in. I um, Yeah, little spuds would be fun. I think they should just put spuds, just actual spuds, just tape them to different areas in the, uh, in the park, in Tato Park. Just put them like, just put a spud on a... On a, t- <laughs> I was gonna say toilets, but like there's this lots is of, no, there is lots of potatoes. There is lots of potatoes in Tato Park. There's lots of potatoes. They Did do they a show great you, job in Tato Park. Do they show you how the crisps are made? You can cross the road from the park, and there is like a little factory. Really? Through, yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's cool. So you could go over there and just like see how they do it. Tato Park, if you would like to sponsor this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I'll happily take my sponsorship money in. Um, crisps no no uh in in tickets to tato park (laughs) i will say one of the greatest things about being an adult is i realized this a couple of like i think it was a couple of years ago i was like wait a minute if i want to i can just go on holidays to england and go to alton towers because i love theme parks yeah um but anyway let's get back to disney oh yeah 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 cypress hill what were you saying cypress hill so basically uh No, so the the opening day of Disneyland was such a disaster uh, that oh. like employees called it Black Sunday for like many years to come. Before we kind of get into it, I have a bit of background information. So like back in the 1940s, Disney Disneyland, well then working title Mickey Mouse Park, which I think found sounds more fun. Mickey Mouse Park yeah. or Disneyland, Dis- which 
sounds like a world in a Final Fantasy game. Um, That's fun. Is that the name? Of, is that what those were... were like names they were thinking of before they set up on this? This is great. Yeah. I love that. That's, this... <laughs> That's really good. I don't know why I love that so much. But yeah, it does sound like a... Ah, yeah, I love that. It's way better. Yeah. Disneyland. Well, they said it was Disneyland. Mm, um, right. But it was kind of a pipe dream. They had amusement parks, but they weren't really... Not in the same way we have them today. They were kind yeah. of... Most of them were basically like really sketchy places with like drunks and kind of seedy and attracted crime yeah like seedy you, you know what I'm, you know the type of stuff i'm talking about i get about. you i get what you're saying yeah it was a lot of crime yeah 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 well, not crime, don't, just... i don't know <laughs> you're scary parties yeah, it's, scary. it's like it's like um i used to get really scared when I was very young of like being in a foreign country like like even you the England England or a European country I mean like not any but like if it got to a certain uh, time of night because because everybody comes in they're all drunk and everybody's running around and there's adults everywhere and like I like I, when I was younger scary adults yeah yeah when I was like when I was younger the 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 more um the less children I saw around the more afraid I got that something was going to happen not yeah. not I don't know what I thought was gonna happen, but I just, it just got made me very nervous. Um Yeah. No, I think that's a natural thing. Yeah. I think I always felt safe that when there's kids around, you know? Disney he he was determined to basically make a park that would be fun for kids, but also not boring for adults. Yeah, sure. Like he'd originally just planned to buy like an eight acre plot across from the studio and put some stuff up because he was getting loads of letters like, can we come to the studio? Disney at this stage was already quite successful. Like they had already had like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty under, under their belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they ended up purchasing 160 acres. So that's a lot bigger than the eight acre plot of an orange orchid in 1954 and started rushed construction of exactly one day in one year. So they built... Park ready for opening day in a year and a day. Okay. Which is insane to build an entire <laughs> entire park. Uh, so yeah, but even so even though Disney was kind of already well built, Disneyland was still a massive risk and the company was very concerned about it. Disney had spent his first million dollars earned and has already like spent all his life insurance and before a single ride had even been designed, oh, he'd spent all this money. Yeah. So the park needed to be a success or Disney could have been bankrupt you know yeah. they, he was really banking on this being successful. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for him. hey you know what good for him like he um it worked out it worked out well like I mean you know that that shows a level of uh confidence or at least kind of belief in what he was doing you know and that's yeah. that's that's admirable and i think we should we should all admire disney for his for his you know for for really believing in himself mm. we could all use a little bit of that couldn't we seriously yeah although i say he was a nightmare to work with in fact there's oh, countless yeah, accounts that he was a total nightmare I have no doubt work. he is a nightmare i have no doubt in my mind that he was <laughs> an absolute disaster and and like you know people were just like fuck this guy but hey he had a bit of confidence he had a bit of confidence so on on sunday our black sunday july 17th 1955 which was the day my mother was born which Mm. i just thought was kind of interesting that's cute the day had come for disneyland to finally open its doors however it was never meant to be opening day that was meant to be a preview for a select number of vip guests and their families and then they were going to televise the event 
like a big opening parade. Sure. And then the actual opening day was going to be the Monday, July 18th. For $1 tickets, I'd like to point out that a day pass now is $129. So oh, boy, oh boy. that's okay. gone. Yeah, Disneyland's expensive. But they had multiple ads on the television being like, don't come over, don't come to Disneyland on Sunday. W- stay home, watch the TV event, come next week, okay. come on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come on Sunday. This is, you know, this is just for special guests. Mm-hmm. Um, as opening day approached, they had an army of workmen that was joined by dozens of television crews. So you had the television people setting up for the film event while they were still doing construction, kind okay. of butting heads. All seems very frantic. Like the park wasn't completely finished. Like most amusement parks, they're kind of constantly adding to it. Right. Okay. Um, they were still pouring cement when like Disney went to bed at 4 a.m. the night before opening Jesus park. Christ. By opening day, the park had cost him $17 million, which I worked out is roughly um 175 million euro today <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah do you ever think like when you just read like amounts of money that like it just doesn't feel like it's real yeah do you ever it's just, like, you know, like you know like with football like not to throw ourselves too off tangent here but like I know all about amounts... sports yeah well i don't know like well unfortunately i know nothing um but you know when they talk about like footballers being sold for like twenty five million or whatever, um, or any not even footballers, but any any sort of yeah. sporting person, like it doesn't it's it barely it's registers with me as something that exists. Like does this does this does this physical money exist? So when you it say something like really. that, it's yeah, it doesn't really. Does it's bank, like money is an illusion. It's yeah. just something. It's an agreed upon social construct that yeah. because we all agree to it, it exists. Yeah. yeah, but like so, like the amount of money that like Disney presumably now spends, like that's just all... buying Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's just got like, but it's just got like this. I'd love to see. <laughs> well, corporations kind of don't thing, yeah. exist either. Yeah, well, yeah, like there's just this, this, there's just this number somewhere that they're playing off of. Anyway, this is me getting a little bit paranoid. No, it's <laughs> a little bit conspiracy it's... theory. <laughs> it's in there it's in there look um it's it's just there. these numbers are so big anyway look sorry yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> well we're getting to the fun part now okay. about how much of a disaster oh, let's it hear all it. was um so over thirty thousand people showed up which was over triple the maximum they were expecting because mm-hmm. they'd given out these pre-booked tickets and they had staggered tickets for different arrival times but these were all ignored there were so many counterfeit tickets that those working the doors just gave up because it was too difficult to tell what was counterfeit or not. Because mm-hmm. back then, to be good at counterfeiting, you just had to be like a decent drawer. Oh, you know? right. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, you know, you have all these ads. Disneyland's opening. Disney's already pretty big. Yeah. People are like, we're going to go. People aren't going to ignore the staggered times for the people that actually had tickets, which were mm-hmm. limited. And the people that didn't, you know, they're just going to sell counterfeit tickets. Like, people wanted to go to Disneyland. Gosh, yeah. I, you know, um, there's like accounts of like people scaling the walls. Um, and one guy, hell. it's actually really interesting because like the the article that I read called this man an entrepreneur, which I don't think I would call him that. He basically just brought a ladder with him and charged people $5 to climb I the ladder. Mean, on a different level, he's got the confidence of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the minor confidence of Disney. He's using that to sell his ladder. Good on him. <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's funny because I, I don't know, I wouldn't call him an entrepreneur. I just call him some seedy guy with a ladder. 
Hey, he doesn't have to be seedy. He could just be a guy who's just in in my head. He's seedy. He's like I know he doesn't. In my head, he's like in all these tattered clothes. Like I'm just making assumptions. All we really know about him is he had a ladder (laughs) and was charging people. And he was he was he 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 had ingenuity. Is all we know. I'm I'm, I'm just imagining the I'm just imagining like the hobo guy from The Simpsons, and I have no idea why. It's probably wildly inaccurate. I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm imagining a guy in a three piece suit. Uh, a cane, a bowler hat, uh, yeah, or a top hat. Excuse me, top hat, and he's like swinging his cane around, and people are just like flicking him coins while they go up his ladder. So you know what? I'm fully supporting of that guy. <laughs> of that guy. Oh yeah. So for this preview day, all the tickets were given out for free, and the rides were free, and food and drink was free. But because of the sheer amount of people, the queues for the rides were insane, and they weren't. This is what I found. I found reports of the queues for the rides were so bad that it was reported that some parents were literally throwing their children to get to the front of the ride. Jesus Christ. It was a different time, man, in the 90s. Yeah, I guess so. Throw your children to get to Where are they? What do you mean they were throwing them? Like, what, throwing them onto the ride or throwing them to the front? I don't understand. It doesn't really go into detail. It just says that, like, there's reports of parents throwing their children to get to the front of the ride. I mean, like... Oh, yeah, I children can handle anything. They're bouncy. Yeah, I mean they're all like, and they're nineteen fifties children as well. Hardier, yeah. made of hardier Hard stuff, you know. Um, I wonder, like, well, you know, nothing's nothing much changed, like in that there's still queues, right? Like queues are still bad in Disney, aren't they? Yeah, but the thing is, is like, well, one good thing to come about this, mm. um, is that Disney was there, so he was able to see how people, how this amount of people would navigate the park. Right. So the queue system, the amount of people that are in Disneyland is insane in terms of queues. Yeah. But the queues are so well designed. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and I think a reason, I mean, there's still massive wait times, but just how they manage to, it, they're really tricky. I mean, mm. it's the same in most amusement parks now because they design it so you can never see how long the queue is, so you keep on thinking oh. you're getting closer, and it's just like, it's compacted a lot. So it's just like, uh, it's zigzags or they're designed the way. So if there's less people, they can just cut off a whole section of it and you can just walk. That's cool. I didn't know that. I mean, it stands to reason that there is like a, um, that there is a system yeah. of tricking people. There's still like, <laughs> like hour long wait times though for some of the rides. God, I and mean. And then you can buy fast passes, which make you skip some of the wait time mm. for the big rides. Mm. But it's just like you're already paying like so much money to like over always like over a hundred, yeah, just to get into the park. And then they want you to pay like fifty extra just to wait less in lines. It's yeah. all money. It's all money. It, it, again, it's just some arbitrary number in a computer somewhere that is doesn't it doesn't exist. I don't know. Yeah. So, ba- but you basically the park at this stage was not designed sure, for over thirty thousand yeah, yeah, people. Of course. So you know the lines were chaos mm. because they weren't well designed. Mm. But uh, many of the rides broke down because they weren't prepared for this amount of people. Yet. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. in general, because you know it was open day. I the whole park was built in a year. So many. Yeah. I mean, it's it's shocking. It even is open at this point. Like that's even yeah, a surprise. Yeah. There was like people sneaking off into areas that was blocked off that was not yet open to the public oh. because there wasn't enough people to like crowd control. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, had people yeah. just like, oh, look, this seems like an area of the park that's yeah. not open yet. Uh, people were sneaking into areas such as Sleeping Beauty's castle, the big castle that you're actually not mm. meant to go inside in the public and stealing things. People were looting from Disneyland. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if you had like, that's an heirloom. 
Like that's something you'd pass down from generation to generation if you if stole something, something you stole from the original Disney. opening day of I, uh, Disney. I stole. I feel really. Oh yeah. What did you about this. What did you? Yeah, I stole. Um, yeah. I do you know the way like you sometimes like you steal pint glasses? From yes, cars? of course. Um. So when I was in New Zealand, yeah. um, I went to Hobbiton. Okay. It, and at the end, okay. they at the end you can get like some ales, like some beer. Mm in like the bar that they all go to in Lord of the Rings. Okay, I feel so yeah. bad that I went to Hobbiton and I'm not that big of a Lord mm, of the Rings fan. I wouldn't know um, the name of it, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I saw one of those mugs. Oh, fun. Because, yeah, well, like my boyfriend at the time was really into Lord of the Rings. I was like, I could buy him a souvenir from the souvenir shop, but I feel like this is cooler. <laughs> it is cooler. I That is way cooler. <laughs> That's something you'll Don't cherish. Tell New Zealand. I, no, 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 no. Of course not. Um, If... That's a that's a no no. I feel so guilty now. No, oh, oh my don't God, you judge definitely... me, listeners. Hey, look, <laughs> look. If we're talking about money being made by parks, I'm I Hobbiton. You know, they're oh, doing they're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, can yeah. they can leave off a pint glass. They also ran out of food and water really quickly, like food and drinks oh, because they were yeah, of course. in Dis- in Disneyland. We're, yeah, yeah. we're jumping back. Oh yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like <laughs> Hobbiton, uh, but no, of course they did because they didn't yeah. realize everybody's gonna be there. What I have you asking, could it get worse? Uh, could it get worse? I'm going to say yes. Most definitely. It was also... <laughs> there were traffic delays with miles and miles of backed up cars filled with eager children wanting to experience the magic of Disneyland. Of course. One worker recounted children peeing all over the parking lot after being stuck on the freeway for Jeez. hours on end. All this would be bad enough, but July 17th, 1955 was the middle of a heat wave and it was 38 degrees and mm. um, was the hottest day of the year. And Lovely. I told you they had no food or beverage. And yeah. um, there was also a local plumber strike okay. happening around the time. So Disney was given a choice on the working day to have working water fountains or running toilets. He chose to have running toilets mm. so most of the water fountains were dry like had no water oh in them my god what a choice to make yeah <laughs> i mean toilets are probably the one to go for he made the right but decision. the children were still peeing in the parking lot yeah so, it so what it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it generated a lot of negative publicity because sure. uh pepsi was sponsoring the park's opening so loads of disappointed guests thought it was just a cynical way to sell sodas mm. which i wouldn't put it past it's like, um, did you play Roller Coaster Tycoon? Oh, I yes, yes, a long time I rem- ago. Yeah, I remember my sister used to. Uh, she was like, oh, she would. She told me like a really good trick is she would make the like crisps or the chips mm. like stall really, really cheap, mm-hmm. but make them one hundred like soup as salty as you can yeah, make it, yeah. and then put the drink right beside it and yeah. make the drinks really expensive. Yeah, that's that's uh, genius. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I used to do. I used to do the same thing. I was actually a hundred percent. Yeah. If like, you hadn't have said that, that was what I was lining up now to tell you about to, to make to, yeah, you got to fuck with people a little bit to make some money off these things. Um, so diabolical. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, I know <laughs> it's pretty evil. Like, and look, it's, it, this is, this is what happens when you're in charge of a, of a, of a theme park. Uh, you're 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 corrupted, you know. Like I feel like I was. Oh my god, I feel like I was corrupted. Um, 
and yeah, you just you just trying to get money out of people. Same way. I mean, I just killed my Sims, but I feel like that's not as evil as no, as making <laughs> things really salty so people will drink more drinks. No, it's well, not. That, You're right. That's, you know, because I don't know. In, in it's my mind, manipulate manipulative. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, killing your Sims is just murder. It still gets a little bit worse <laughs> oh, okay, as well. Okay. Just because I told you our construction was so like rushed. Yeah. And the heat and the speed the park was built, the asphalt, like the tarmac, didn't set properly. Okay. So m- women who were wearing high heels had their feet stuck in the ground. Oh, okay. And because this was meant to be a premiere, a lot of these would have been like high-list VIP guests. You yeah. Know, like Ronald yeah. Reagan was there and like loads of like the Disney actors. Yeah. Although advertised as the preview and not the opening. So the opening was meant to be July 18th, but because okay. so many people showed up on the 17th, there's... The 17th is what is the opening day. And it was Disneyland even officially changed the opening day in, like to the 17th. So that's okay. what they acknowledge as the opening day. Right. Even though it was never meant to be the opening okay. day. Okay. It was a preview. But the public, because mm. Americans are greedy, decided that it was <laughs> Everybody's the opening greedy. day. Everyone's greedy. Everybody's greedy. And when it comes to like getting, you know, going into a, a, a new thing everybody wants to be part of it and like opening day of things is just like i feel like that's like i feel like people would just go to stuff just because it's the first time it's opened maybe well, maybe i'm talking shit here i don't know yeah i don't know, I don't know. but yeah keep so, yeah what else a natural gas line broke under the recently poured asphalt in the castle courtyard okay. a construction worker who was still finishing things up casually threw down his lit cigarette and the ground set on fire jesus christ this was actually on the Monday, not the Sunday. It was the two days kind of combined because they both kind of become blurred into the two days. Right, uh, The okay. fire department was called in. The gas was shut off and uh, workers dug up and finally fixed the pipe. Okay. There was a debate over whether Fantasyland should open that day because everyone was afraid there'd be more leaks. And yeah, the, the land was closed for a few hours and then they opened and operated again normally mm-hmm. okay. Um, okay disneyland general manager cb wood actually went from building to building testing each area with lit matches just to be sure oh, testing <laughs> it with lit matches it's the 1950s <laughs> i mean that seems incredibly uh you're just asking to be blown up surely not just see if the ground sets on fire like just yeah i suppose yeah but then you have your then your grounds on fire so you, and then you, just, with, you just I'm, put it out <laughs> Well, it said it set on fire before, and they put it out, and it was grand. So I suppose you're right. Maybe I'm just a bit of a worry wart. Better he sets it on fire than Than you know some randomer. Yeah, because what's a randomer gonna do? You know what? Like, what are you gonna do with the ground? What's what's our pal with the ladder gonna do outside if he sets the ground on fire? And he's staying out of it. He's staying out of it. He's just there with his ladder. I bet you he never even went into the park. That guy. No, he just he he just he was like, I don't care. I wonder if he's still alive. <laughs> I don't know. I really like him. He's just like, I like his, you know what? He saw an opening in the market and he went for it. Yeah. And well, I appreciate this. It's probably going to be 30. It's the way um, it's. He's it, probably dead. He'd probably he's probably be dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's probably, probably dead. dead. Well, um, well RIP that guy. <laughs> more. Well, here's something for you. Yeah. More Americans. So they, I told mm. you they broadcast it on TV. More Americans watch Disneyland opening than they did 14 years later to watch the moon landing. Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, no, I was about to try and justify that, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. 
<laughs> when I was a kid. Maybe I would have been like, yeah, but, yeah, I don't know why it has to be one or the other. Yeah, both probably. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I would have tuned in for both. But what else is on TV like, really? You probably have like um, one channel or something. Yeah, probably know. some racist cartoon. Some but... something awful that's just like yeah. not, would never fly <laughs> today um was on uh, and your other choice was somebody landing on the moon <laughs> do you think you would you if there's a moon landing if there's a moon landing now would you tune in for it or would you just watch it later on would you watch well, there's it live? Loads, there's loads of like space stuff happening all the time that they have live that people just don't care about well anymore. there you go like, there, yeah that's yeah that's the that's is there really like what well i mean there was other moon landings after that moon landing sure, but no, that but people I mean, just didn't care in Ireland, there's like well, like when they put that robot on Mars, or like when they oh, get I remember photos. That. Yeah, that was when exciting. Get, when they get photos of stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm. I don't. I should probably be more in tune with space news. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I was going to ask you about space, so in fairness, yeah, that that's not yeah. on you at all. I don't read that newspaper though. Like space hmm? news, just space news, just what's going I... on in space. Yeah, I God, I yeah, I say that, but there probably is something like that. Yeah, but I mean, no, like a proper newspaper just... that you can just buy. And There's you, a, or are you buying newspapers <laughs> generally? I might be buying newspapers. <laughs> You're not buying newspapers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if there was a space newspaper, I might buy it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So it was still viewed as technically a success because they still made loads of money in Disney. Of course, did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured they would, yeah. Disney used the experience to view how this amount of people would move around the park mm. and ultimately streamline the layout and use the disaster as a learning tool. Oh, that's good. When the park first opened, it had 18 attractions. Okay. Today, there are 56, including right. 14 that were there on opening day. That is... That's... I love that. A year before Disneyland opened... uh. A family uh, purchased 56 acres of strawberry fields that sat across from the park for 10 grand dollars. And um, as the park grew, the family resisted offers to sell it to Disneyland. So because Disney wanted to expand. And they and just before the family patriarch, like the dad passed away in 1998, they sold uh, they sold 52.5% of the acres for 99.9 million dollars. Oh my god, I was ho- hoping you was building to that. I was <laughs> really excited about what the number was going to be and that is no disappointment. That was a that's a real That was 98 god, as well. One so... number. Yeah, 98s. Oh man. Yeah, that's like that's generational wealth. That's like that that's, family. That's it now clever. forever. Yeah. That family. I mean, I'm sure they were doing fine <laughs> up until that point, but like Yeah. God. But I, I think there's a lesson. I mean, that that that's it. That's that's the end. But I think there's a lesson here in that opening day was complete disaster. Yeah. But people don't remember that, Mm-mm. and used it as a lesson. So I'm like, okay, so if something that you start is a complete failure yeah. the first time. Sorry, I could still be yeah. a success. Well, absolutely. I think that's that is a, there is a lesson there that like you know um yeah like keep have confidence have the confidence of disney mm. and that guy who put the ladder outside the the walls and <laughs> took money off of people to let them in you know some things don't work out initially yeah. but just put your head down and keep at it and like persevere yeah. i mean how do you felt if like mob if like wigwam just caught on fire at the first mob 
I uh, well actually every every that would never happen because I test the floor for uh, I go around with a match in a wig ram. <laughs> so just before we finish up, sure. I just uh, found I just have some random facts that I found from various different websites cool. and took the ones that I like. They have like Disneyland facts. And I just took the ones that I liked yeah. from the different ones. Um, so there's secret bathrooms in some of the queues. That's fun. Well, that's very thoughtful. They have working mailboxes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. What what for, actually? Well, for postcards, I suppose, right? Yeah, postcards. And, like, you could send um the steins and the and the beer glasses that you steal. All from the things the... you steal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Get them out of there. People have been known to scatter the ashes of their loved ones in the haunted mansion. Fucking hell. Um, another Fucking kind hell. of dark one. Yeah, that is wild. God, like, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just think that God, like, that is that is spooky because, like, I don't know. That's that's cool. <laughs> I love it because, like, you know, it's there are ghosts on top of fake ghosts. Potentially, there might there might still be real, actual skeletons in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Why? Um, when the attraction was built, they didn't feel that the bones looked real enough, so they asked the UCLA Medical Center to borrow some real bones. And since then, most of the bones have been replaced with fakes, but there still could be a few real ones there. There definitely was real bones when they first opened. Real right? skeletons? Yeah. That's fucked. <laughs> I, I hate... Well, God, that's so... <laughs> that's so dark for, like, Disney... To like, mm. like yeah, I mean between between skeletons and ashes of bodies in haunted mansions, Jesus, what's wrong with you, Disney? So all of the American flags in like the Disney parks are fake. They're slightly different, so they don't have the right amount of stars, or they don't have like certain stripes, and that's so they don't have to follow American flag regulations. Oh, what are American like? What do you have to raise stuff it? like it, you know it it half masks? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. so gotcha. they're like don't have to do their own ones. Why don't um, God? Uh, you know, yeah, everything's so under control there. Isn't yeah, that, isn't that interesting? Like it's like oh, we have to be in control of everything, even our flags. Yeah. Oh, there's the inside the Matterhorn, which is like a giant like inside bride there's a small basketball court for employees to, to oh, play basketball during, nice. uh, during their break yeah um, cool oh, this one excited me mm-hmm. the home the park is home to hundreds of feral cats permitted to live there I... to keep the population down yeah. and they are said to be mostly nocturnal nighttime after the park closes there's just loads of cats. i have heard that one before and i think that's class like that is such a that feels so playful and fun in a place that is mm. such a corporate sort of whatever, but like yeah, there are all these cats just knocking around at night. That's so nice. Um, although I'm saying that I'm I'm sure they're terrified of all the people. Well, I don't know, maybe not. When the Jungle Cruise originally opened, live alligators were kept in pens near the lines to entertain guests. The last vestige of Disney's hope of using live animals in the attraction. Disney was all about he really wanted to get live animals. Did he? That makes sense. Them. Yeah. God. He's that kind of guy. Yeah, he's that kind of guy, isn't he? You can tell. Let's get a tiger. Yeah, get a tiger and alligator in there. People love looking at that. I find alligators very scary. I don't know how entertained I'd be. Um, mm. what was that for the Jungle Cruise? Yeah, right, Jungle Cruise. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and most of the plants in Tomorrowland are edible, with lemons, oranges, lettuce, peppers, and herbs sprinkled among the landscape. 
a nod to Disney's fantasy for a future involving sustainable agricultural technology. Oh, wow. That's like Willy Wonka's. When the monorail opened in 1959, because there's a monorail around the park, oh, it was cool. the first daily operational monorail system in the entire Western hemis- Hemisphere. Okay. Oh, really? God, they, like, Jesus. God, that's so money. Yeah. That's, that's money. so money. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I'll tell you about mm. Club 33. Have you heard about Club oh, 33? I haven't heard about t- Club 33. What's this? Is this conspiratory? Um, It's basically like a cool secret club it has a 14 Mm. year waiting list and an initiation fee of 25 grand and annual fees of 12 grand all right and it was done in the in 1967 it was developed for disney to host his corporate sponsors and industry and industry vips um it was the only place that you could buy alcohol in the whole park as well Okay. Until Star Wars Galaxy Edge opened in May 2019. So is this does this still exist? Yeah, it still exists. And what goes on in there? It's just where rich people from California can just escape the hustle and bustle of Disneyland <laughs> to like a really fancy club, like a where they can get like fancy drinks and have fancy music playing, like. Should look up and some is pictures. It like, it's is there pictures of it? Yeah, that sounds that sounds you look very up suspect. Club thirty three. Um, Club thirty three. Okay, Disneyland. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, it's temporarily closed anyway. That's that's for sure. Um. Oh wow! Yeah, look at this. Yeah, it's a oh, that's interesting. And so there's like a, a, there's a waiting list. A fourteen year waiting list. God, I wonder who's part of it. Do you think do you think it's fun? I think so. I mean, you know, if you're in Disneyland, yeah. like a place that's filled with snotty kids rubbing yeah. their snot on your knees, yeah. <laughs> you can just go to this fancy club and have a cocktail. Yeah, that is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason I heard about it is because um my like my aunt pointed it out to me like we were like walking past it. He's like it's up there and there's like a little doorbell with like 33 written on it and there's like a camp well, now i think you have like a card that scans it's like it's very very <gasps> oh, wow i love that what a weird thing to exist in like oh. such a wholesome place and Let's such a, like get... a family oriented place like there's an elite it's still wholesome of... i don't know i know it's still wholesome. i know you're <laughs> trying like... to you're... i know like I'm the not... mafia runs it <laughs> i know but it's just like but like if you're my my argument here is is that if you're if you're there's that much money involved and like it's so elite it just feels kind of weird to have it exist in uh uh, a theme park right does that not seem (laughs) does that not seem strange am i being paranoid (laughs) i know um i I just would love to be a member. <laughs> I know you'd love to be. I know. Look, listen. I'm. I'm really scuppering your your uh your kind of pitch to be a you member. Know, I've been of this on the waiting list now for. No, you're gonna have to edit. Yeah, you're gonna have to edit all this out because you don't want it to sound like this is that that you you don't want to be part of it because I know you want to be part of it and you know what I want to be part of it as well. I'm just yeah. I'm just curious. I'm just want to know what's going on in there. That's all. Do you know. It's, it's just. Fancy people drinking martinis. I don't know. After after going on Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. 
Yeah, there's loads of stuff that I didn't really go into because I was trying to like, just mm. focus on the opening. Yeah. And I wanted to keep it a bit like, I don't know, lighthearted. But you, it's fascinating looking up stories from people who used to work in uh, Disneyland. Oh, I'd say so. Like yeah. as like the different uh, performers and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And even the stuff you, you see, like I was reading like loads of stuff from people that used to work in the park. And like someone was saying that like people are constantly trying to have sex in the park. And that's oh, like a huge I have thing of their no job. in my mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Just... But there's, and also that there's cameras everywhere in yeah. Disneyland. Like there's no area of the park where you're not being watched and it's designed in such a way. Like now you wouldn't be able to get away with looting or stealing things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody's getting, you know? nobody's taking anything. It's not. Yeah, that makes sense. It, um, it's so... Well, it's, it's so streamlined it's so yeah. well designed and yeah it is it's just like it's just they are in control of everything and that makes it sound like i'm being conspiratorial but i'm not i'm i mean literally like and it's in their interest too because they run the place you know yeah i mean we heard firsthand what would happen if exactly. you, you don't have that control people scaling the walls yeah like exactly children... exactly like they learned their lesson on day one. It's be called Black Sunday by the employees. Like that's yeah, it just for means... years to come. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that it's so notorious must have been God. It does not sound like it was any fun working there, or actually made potentially any fun being there on the first day. Like because it was just so chaotic. I mean, it's one of those things you probably look. It's one of those things that like you would look back and be like, God, I. It's mad that I was part of that. Um, but at the time, you were just tearing your hair out. At the time, you were just annoyed that your kid was peeing in your car. And you were you were throwing <laughs> them to the front of the line just yes. to get him out of here, <laughs> like just peeing as he's flying through the air to try to get them into the into whatever ride you're trying to get into. So yeah, that's that's it. I bet you weren't expecting us to talk about Disneyland. No, I'm never expecting to talk about Disneyland, and I'm glad we did because. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, it's it's kind of it's it's a it's almost it's not a relic, but it's like it's a it's a part of the old world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they'll be they'll be using this as like an artifact to be like, look at them talk about the old Disneyland. In the world, I feel In like the old, <laughs> the old days. <laughs> you know, you always. I mean, I don't watch a lot of scary movies because I don't okay. like scary movies. Like, wouldn't wouldn't Disneyland be a cool place to set up shop if there wasn't like a zombie apocalypse or something? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or some sort of Mad yeah. Max world, just hiding out in Cinderella's castle. There, there is yes, one hundred percent. Like you could. And there's loads of secret rooms. Really fun. Loads of yeah. secret rooms that you could get to know that other people wouldn't know. Like. Yeah, you could you could split up. Well, that's what we're talking about. It's mm. community. It's like a little place you could live. Yeah. It's got everything. Right. It's like um, yeah, like it's it's there's all these different sections and there's all these bathrooms, and so many bathrooms. So many bathrooms. <laughs> you need that. Amount. And there's a basketball court as well. There is a basketball. It's got it all. And then we could all go to Bloody Club Twenty Three. Thirty Three. Yeah. Hide out there. No one would find you there either. No one would find because nobody even knows it exists. Yeah. Except for now. Mm, except for, yeah, <laughs> we've exposed it. <laughs> right. Um, so that's it. That's that's the podcast. Cool. Uh, Stephen, do you want to plug away, plug everything? Yeah, I'll plug everything. Um, 
Uh, I do my own podcast. It's a uh, it's called Watch Wrestling with Me. It's on iTunes and uh, Spotify and all those places you get podcasts and everything. Uh, it's uh, it's a wrestling podcast, but it's you know it's not you know it's it's not fully just about pro wrestling. I get people on to watch wrestling with me, and we chat about it and we make fun of it, and it's a fun time. Half the people that go on never watch wrestling. So, you know, look, all I'm saying is don't let the idea that this is going to be like a full on just it's a it's so niche. It's it's not it. Well, it is a little bit, but it's not fully. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, If you follow uh, watch wrestling pod and what uh, on Instagram and watch wrestle P on Twitter for my uh, wrestling podcast, uh, it's out every Wednesday and uh yeah follow us on those we put up the links to the matches that we're watching and we put up some fun stuff and clips from the show and stuff and it would make me feel great yeah yeah thanks um and also then i have um mob theater which is uh the theater that i run we do uh a lot of classes obviously we can't do any shows at the moment we used to do a lot of shows um and yeah, you're obviously, Saoirse, you're part of it. I don't know why I'm saying I'm saying it more to the audience rather to you explaining what mob is. <laughs> um, it's been so long, I've forgotten. It's <laughs> it's such a, I mean, yeah, it's a real, it's a real bummer we can't do any shows anymore, but we are running classes and we have sketch classes and we have TV pilot classes and uh, uh, screenwriting classes and you can find all of that on mobtheater.ie and uh yeah, we've loads of cool stuff coming up. And uh, if you're interested, um, yeah, get onto our website and we have all the classes up there. And I think that's everything. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of anything else. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's everything for now. Wonderful. And I have been Saoirse Janae. You can find me at Saoirse Ball on Twitter or absurdrealhistory at gmail.com if you want to sponsor me. Um, everyone out there with all your money. Disneyland, if you're listening. If you're listening, yeah. if you're out there, um, yes, and this is brought to you by Scream for Ireland, my theatre company. So if you'd want to be sound and give all that a like and check out, that'd be awesome too. And bye, that's that's it. That's everything. That's, that's See you later. Bye. Thank you, Saoirse. Bye. <laughs>